0: Hey everybody, you're listening to Esther and Jeff. This is episode 11.
1: Yeah, we're going to talk about the county fair and me running a race and other stuff.
0: <laughs> Maybe not a whole lot of other stuff. We didn't really do a whole lot this past weekend. We did go to the Erie County Fair.
1: Yes, uh, not last Sunday, but the Sunday before. Uh, we didn't talk about it on the podcast because we had a lot to talk about.
0: <laughs> a lot to complain about.
1: Yes. <laughs> Do we have an update on JetBlue, Esther?
0: Uh, I mean, sort of, They still suck. Yes. (laughs) So they did send us an email saying they apologize. And while they cannot refund our flight because of weather, they did give us each $75 of flight vouchers.
1: It was a generic response. I didn't feel as if they even read our email. I think they just said, send them $75.
0: Well, no, you know... I think that customer service agents have a lot of, like, templates that they can copy and paste from. So yeah. it seemed like they just copied and pasted a bunch of, like, garbage. But they did say, like, we can't refund because of the weather, but what did they call it? Like, Goodwill or something like that? Yeah,
1: Goodwill. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still upset with JetBlue. I guess we'll use the $75. Maybe.
0: Uh, okay. You don't have to I don't <laughs> use it.
1: <laughs> All right. So... Back to the county fair. Uh, Erie County Fair in Buffalo is our first time going. It's a really big county fair. Have you been to a bigger one before?
0: No. um, Fairs aren't really my thing. I'm not, like, super into them. Um, But this was, like, a surprisingly large fair. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what I was expecting because Erie County is a large county. But it was – there was a lot.
1: Yeah. So for our listeners who are not in western New York, Erie County is the county that – buffalo resides in uh so a lot of people big metropolis area a lot of suburbs and that too um i've been to other county fairs i have been to the fair out in albion in orleans county before i've done the county fair in maryland and the county fair we've actually did the county fair in orlando um this one is the largest fair i've been to um the one in maryland was quite large too but You know, the county fair is kind of broken up into sections. There's the animal section. Then there's, like, the ride carnival section. Then there's the food section. And then there's kind of, like, the catch-all area. Um, We did a little bit of everything.
0: Yeah. So in the animal area, they have all of the livestock that are either going for auction or, um, like, various 4-H clubs have done or have, like, raised. Um. So they had, like, cattle and pigs and alpaca. No, llamas. Llamas, yeah. Um. Sheep, goats, and chickens. Oh, and bunnies.
1: And bunnies, And yeah. guinea pigs. I feel like uh, we went maybe, like, towards the end of the fair. I don't know if the fair is still going on or whatnot, but it wasn't the first weekend of the fair. So I feel like there were some animals missing that were probably there before
0: yeah and like one of the barns was closed off because they were like currently showing the cattle so we didn't get to go in to like see what was up with that but yeah you're right there were a lot of like empty cages and stuff yeah so i don't know if they had already been auctioned off or what but
1: yeah the animals seemed happy and there were a lot of people Mm. looking at them
0: I don't, I don't know. There were a lot of people looking at them. <laughs>
1: there were a lot of people looking at them.
0: Like, you can definitely tell which animals were, like, 4-H animals. Like, like the animals that little kids were, like, raising and, like, super meticulously caring for. Yeah. Um. So, I guess that was cute. Like, little kids sitting in um, the little pens with their animals. Like, that was cute. I don't know. It was... It's all sad.
1: <laughs> i mean they don't stay at the fair forever it's not I like know, a permanent establishment for i know them.
0: but you know that they're just going to be sold off to be slaughtered those, wow the, those that's were, like
1: a dark turn they
0: were all food not, animals not all <laughs> of
1: the animals people aren't eating llama
0: no the and llama, the horses you can but the llamas were definitely for like um their wool yeah and probably the sheep too the goats are probably there for milk but like all the other ones, like the pigs, mm-hmm. the chickens, a lot of that there were a lot of hen or not there are a lot of egg laying chickens. Yeah. So that was cute because those are like the little fluffy
1: ones. So, uh, we also well let's get off the animal talk. That was okay. kind of took a turn. I'm I didn't sorry. know we were going down that path. <laughs> um. Yeah, but then we we didn't really ride any rides. We didn't go on any of the the ride you know it was um it wasn't like a hot day but it was super sunny so in the shade it was nice it's probably 75 or 80 but in the sun it was hot hot Mm -hmm. to like melt your shoes hot yeah walking around the fairway
0: you know carnival rides are like my least favorite kind of ride they're all like spinny and vomit inducing Mm -hmm. like gross, maybe fault like, I don't know. They just seem like I could either die or throw up
1: afterwards. <laughs> like, So, like, okay, so you can't, like, a, a county fair, right? The rides have to be compact and they have to be movable. So, they're just gonna be like, what's the most fun we can do in a small amount of space? Yeah. And that often is, like, spinning or flipping. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like a like a true roller coaster where you can design it to be, like, Slowy and natural, you know.
0: Yeah, but so like when I was younger, and I'm sure when everybody was younger, like it was a highlight to go to the county fair because yeah. then you could just like eat a bunch of like garbage and go ride a bunch of rides. And for some reason, children never get like motion sickness, <sighs> so you can do that all day. Yeah. But as an adult, I like just look at them and like immediately get dizzy. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> yeah. Speaking of junk food, there's a lot of fair food. Mm -hmm. Uh, You guys got Chevetta's chicken.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: my mom was with us, by the way.
0: Yeah, we tried to get the healthier option, which was just like some um, barbecued chicken.
1: I didn't get a healthy option.
0: (laughs) What did you get? I got
1: a big Philly cheesesteak. Yeah? It was good.
0: What was that? Was there cheese Whiz on
1: it? Cheese Whiz, of course. Yeah, it was good. (laughs) Expensive, but good. Fair food's not cheap. The fair is not cheap. So, you know, like, you, you think people go to the fair to save some money instead of going to a theme park? You're going to end up spending close to the same price. I mean, getting into the fair is cheap and whatnot. But the food is, it's not like you're getting great deals.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, it was not it wasn't that bad. So it was, like, $10 to go, and they had all of these, like, um discounted options for like veterans and students and like every night of the fair they had they offered a different yeah that's uh, true they offered a different discount um so it was only ten dollars to get in our our meal was pretty like it was pretty cheap for what it was it was like a half a chicken um a roll a little tomato salad and then something else for like 10 bucks yeah that's not bad
1: to you Tomatoes. It was literally just tomatoes.
0: And, yeah, and onions, but I love tomatoes, so it was good. <laughs> and there was, like, some sort of, like, vinegar dressing something or another on it. Oh, okay. It's delicious. Yeah. Um. So what was... Wait, what else did we see? Oh, you know what I did not realize I was going to like so much was the art portion.
1: Oh, yeah. So, okay. So if you go to a county fair, um, you have to go into, like, the art. Art exhibit. So, like, uh, when you think of a county fair, they have these, like, they give away ribbons, right? Like, for first, second, and third. And they have, like, different categories. So, there's, like, quilting and knitting. And, like, there's little kids building Legos. And then there is, like, just straight-up artwork. It's beautiful, beautiful artwork that you would, like, see in a gallery just at the county fair.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that was probably the coolest part we did that first that was probably the coolest thing though we saw a lot of stuff that was like wow this is really cool i'd like to have that in my house
0: yeah, and, like, at first, I thought it was all, like, students, because the first, like, exhibit that we saw was student art. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, as we went through the building, I saw that, like, these were just, like, normal people. Yeah, like, showing off their talents, yeah, getting ribbons. Yeah. Just for having
1: fun and doing their artwork.
0: Like, we were looking at um, the photo area, and a lady realized that she won first place.
1: Yeah, like, the lady <laughs> who had put her photo up probably at the beginning of the fair just happened to go back and look, and she was like, oh, my God, I won first place. And yeah. we were like, wow. That was really cool to see that
0: that was cool and it was it was just really neat to see like a bunch of different like styles of artwork um we do like going to museums and stuff but you know like, like to go to a museum you sort of have to like set off with the idea of I'm gonna go look at art for yeah. like two hours it's cool to it's,
1: <laughs> it's cool to bump into art
0: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Because you're not really expecting it at the county fair.
0: Yeah, and another area that I really liked was um the flowers and plants.
1: Yeah, so, like, they, they were judging your plants and flowers. There was really cool succulents, and I don't really know much about flowers, but there was a lot of nice-looking flowers that I'm sure are hard to grow and took time.
0: Yeah, I don't really understand the whole, like, cutting and basing or anything, but the, like... We've recently gotten, or I have recently gotten pretty into um, growing plants, like just potted plants because we live in an apartment. Um, so it was just really cool seeing like what all these people did with succulents because they grow so slowly. Yeah. And so...
1: The, the first prize grand masterpiece of succulents was uh, stunning. This thing <laughs> must have been like 40 or 50 years old and had just... Little buds all over the place, and, oh, it was so cool looking.
0: Yeah, it was It was just really cool. It was a cool thing to, like, bump into without realizing that it would be there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we also, like, took a little diversion, and we saw some RVs, mm-hmm. you know? Me and Esther are always intrigued by RVs. Um, we got to go into a few that were really nice. They were all fifth wheels. I think that's what it's called uh, when you tow the RV um, with a truck. I think it's called a fifth wheel. Oh okay. Um, I I personally like the ones where the cab is attached. I look at it this way. I the space on the inside just needs to be big enough for a bed. A seat and some small kitchen appliances and a bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't care about anything else, so I don't need it to be big or spacious or enough room to fit five people. We just need enough room to fit two people, because uh, we've thought about camper vans and, and and small RVs for a long time. So it was really cool to see them. And, but the cool thing about the towalongs are they're they're relatively cheap, like six to six to twenty grand, like yeah. so in the range of five to twenty grand.
0: Yeah, we did find one that was like super, super cheap. Like we could, we could afford that, but we had, we have nothing to haul it with. Um, I have a
1: Trailblazer, but it's, you know, it's it's not like a, it's not even four wheel drive. It's six cylinder. But if you're getting one of those tow alongs, you you need a pickup truck, and a good one too, like a newer pickup truck.
0: Yeah, um, the idea of living in a camper or a tiny house or something has has just been like really intriguing to us mm-hmm. ever since that road trip that we took out west like we we just realized that it was something that we could do yep. and it was an easy it made it easier to see a lot when you're traveling yeah if you're sleeping where you're visiting you know
1: yeah, and it, it it's more efficient it's cheaper you can, and you really get your own experience um, I really love the idea of owning a home somewhere and living there for half of the year and then half of the year just constant travel. You know, I mean, obviously this is an extremely expensive dream, but that is something I, I really like. The idea of you have a place, you have a home, you can have a place with a, a big TV and, and uh, you know, like a bed and a living room and a place you can invite people over to. But then you know like throughout the nicer parts of the year you're you're in an RV and you're you're seeing everything yeah wouldn't that be cool
0: that would be really cool dream life
1: mm-hmm. so the fair was fun i don't think we really had much else to say on the fair right <laughs> no no we so. liked it we had a good time we with my mom too
0: fair people are funny
1: yeah and <laughs> the people who go to the fair it's such a weird array of people
0: well it's like everybody goes to the fair right you know? you're
1: literally getting everybody you're yeah. getting like walmart people next to like rich people
0: yeah everybody just goes i
1: don't know it's just like a thing you just do it
0: yeah so it was really funny like people watching while we were eating.
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely uh did we do anything else that last weekend
0: um no not really we've been yeah. Pretty, I don't know. We haven't done much. Anyway, so Joff is training for a marathon.
1: Yeah, so I'm training for a marathon uh, to do late this year or early next year, depending on if I can get a run in before it starts snowing. You know, a marathon in before it starts snowing. uh, And this last weekend, this last Saturday, I ran my first uh, long-distance race in a very long time. I ran a 10-mile race. In uh, Albion, New York, which is where I went to high school and lived part of my life. Albion is uh, on the Erie Canal right in between Buffalo and Rochester. Uh, And the race is called the Metro 10 Buffalo vs. Rochester race. And everybody who (laughs) signs up, you kind of pick a side. You either pick Buffalo or Rochester. I picked Buffalo because we live in Buffalo. Uh, Most of the people were Rochester people or Albion people with Rochester plates. (laughs) And it was fun. It was a good race. It started in uh, the little downtown area. It went through an orchard, ran through an apple orchard, then it ran down some country roads, went down the Erie Canal for a few miles, and then came back into the town. Uh, I didn't really run it for time, but I, I finished. I got to see my old cross-country coach. He actually ran a mile with me, part of the race. It was fun. It was It's good to get running again. Um, now if you would ask me mile five through eight, it wasn't fun, <laughs> but miles one through four and mile nine were enjoyable. And then when you're done, it's a good feeling.
0: Yeah, and you got that big um medal. Yeah, finishing. I got a big
1: big like medal, like big Captain America shield. <laughs> it was cool. It was fun. Um when you when you run, you know, for those of you guys who run or, or aren't runners and you do a race, um sometimes I think the races are a big kind of cornball event. But then when you when you really start to do I look at it this way, for a, uh, something like a 5K, right, um, it's not super challenging for the average person, but, you know, for, for the extreme elderly or the extreme young or the extremely out of shape, it's it's a big deal. But for the average person, you know, it's just something you can do. You don't have to train for a 5K. You can just do it. So doing the 10-mile race, I still think almost anyone can do it if you really want to. But it kind of separates, you know, and it feels good. Like, it feels like you accomplished something.
0: Yeah, you definitely did. And everybody that we told that you're running this race didn't realize that you had been training. Yeah. And so they were, like, super proud and, like, really impressed. And, like, I don't I think that you downplay running. Like, I – because – I would not feel comfortable signing up for a 5k without prepa- like without preparing for it at all. I know you say that you don't have to, but like I couldn't you ran 11-minute miles without even like training all that much and that's like that's really good. Like that's something to be proud of. So you shouldn't downplay that.
1: I don't I don't downplay it, but you know <laughs> like if there's anyone out there that's listening that's like a true runner that runs 5 days a week. Oh, okay.
0: My well.
1: accomplishment is just minor. Mine is more like I feel good working a 9-to-5 knowing that I can still run a 10-mile race. And I want to build up to run a marathon to say I've run a marathon. Yeah. And uh, next month in September, I'll be running a half marathon. So I'll bump up from a 10-mile race to a 13.1-mile race, mm-hmm. which will be nice. it would be like the next plateau. I've never ran anything above a 10-mile race. I ran a 10-mile race once in high school um, in a blizzard. <laughs> it was 2 degrees. I ran that <laughs> race. I, oh, my gosh. Thinking back on that race. Wow, it was a Super Bowl Sunday, and there was a race beforehand in Lockport. Ten mile frozen run. Oh my god! Actually, you know what? I'd rather run in two degrees than run in any other temperatures. Because when it's that cold, you just I don't know. It's it's not that bad. Your body's overheating anyway when you're running.
0: Yeah, yeah. I guess if I think about the last five k that I ran, it was in Florida. Yeah, Sea World, right? And- no, it was after that, but it was so swampy and humid and disgusting. There was like this, there's this stretch between all of these like cypress trees and it was just so nasty and I couldn't breathe. And yeah, it, yeah, it was just terrible. So I guess I understand running in the cold being better, but I don't know. running's just pretty awful in general.
1: Yeah. <laughs> running is a mental sport. Everything is mental, I'm sure. Every person who talks about sports will say that, but running is just you, te- you telling your body, I can keep going when your body's like, but we can't, <laughs> but you can, you can keep running Yeah. and I'm definitely. sure if I wanted to, I could have ran more than 10 miles, but I good God did not want to run 10 miles. I mean I almost resorted to walking a couple of times during the race, but I didn't. But you didn't. I you didn't. ran
0: the whole thing. Mm, yeah. And like what a boost for you to have your old cross country coach run with you that yeah. last mile. And
1: that's the coolest thing. So uh, the way the race was set up, there was a split. It was uh it was a ten mile race and a five mile race. Um I think the majority of people ran the five mile race. Yeah. yeah. So they started in the same place, they ended in the same place, but the courses obviously aren't the same. There was a split point about three miles in where five-mile runners go straight, 10-mile runners go to the left. At that split point is the Albion cross-country team, which is my old cross-country team. You know, I mean, that's me a long time ago. These kids obviously have don't know me or don't know anything about me, but... I see it, and I go, oh, man, I wonder if my coach is up there. And then I hear him, like, cheering on other people. And then he spots me from really far away, and he goes, oh, there's Sears Ant. Because, you know, coaches call people by their last <laughs> name. He goes, oh, there's – hey, Sears And then he said, um, oh, we got an Albion alumni, so everyone cheers all loud for me. And I'm like, great. I was thinking about doing the five-mile split, <laughs> but now I definitely have to do the 10-mile split. So I ran the 10-mile split, and then at the nine-mile mark – again the cross country team was there and my coach was there and he goes all right i'll run with you and he ran the last mile with me which is cool it was really good. it was a nice boost a nice distraction for that last mile and i think i ran it a lot quicker than i would have run it by myself
0: yeah probably yeah absolutely so yeah um and then after the race we just hung out at his aunt's house for a little while yep Eat some lasagna.
1: Eat <laughs> some lasagna at 9 or whatever in the morning because you run early. Races are early in the morning. Yeah, yeah.
0: and you needed food, so lasagna I did. You know, I wasn't
1: hungry, but I know I needed food. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's a weird con, you know, like a weird. I don't like bananas. I've always never really liked bananas. I don't like hate bananas. Yeah. But I, I as soon as I finished that race, I like ate a banana in like four seconds.
0: Yeah, and then you chugged a water, and then you chugged a Gatorade, and I was so sure you were going to throw up. I was like, that's a lot of stuff in your stomach in a short amount yeah. of time. No, <laughs> I was
1: I was empty. I mean, there were a couple, I think there were like four or five uh, water stations, and the last water station, which was at Mile Marker 8, I, because they had water and Gatorade, I drank the water so quickly that, that the cup was empty before it, like before I could tilt it back. You know what I mean? Like it was just gone. And then I took the Gatorade and just slammed it while I was running, uh, which I didn't drink the Gatorade at the other stops, you know, and I had nothing in my stomach. It was just pure emptiness Yeah. when I finished the race. Yeah.
0: it's crazy.
1: Running was fun. Being back in Albion was fun uh, for a little bit, small amounts of time. It's nice. Uh, it's very scenic and beautiful and, People during the race were like, wow, isn't it beautiful out here? And I'm like, ah, yeah. You know, like, it's nice (laughs) for a couple hours, but it's not nice if you're living there forever.
0: Yeah. that. Also, that's another, like, mildly annoying thing. So, they did... this like whole tracking thing where you could like like hook up your um, number yep. to your cell phone and then the GPS would track you. But since we have T-Mobile and there's no T-Mobile there, we I couldn't. So Albion is,
1: Albion is very far in the country and there's only one cell phone provider that covers Albion and that's Verizon. So everyone in Albion has Verizon, but if you don't have Verizon, you don't have service in Albion. So I had T-Mobile... So they couldn't track me.
0: Yeah, so I sort of just had to wait around until somebody saw him relatively close to the finish line. And then I just like walked over and waited.
1: <laughs> yeah, but Esther was there at the finish, which was yeah. nice. She got a little video and took some photos. <laughs> but it was it was good. It was an overall fun experience. It's good to get back running. I was supposed to run today, but it's raining outside. So I got pushed back till tomorrow. I'm not at that insane training point where I run in the rain and the snow. Like, I'm still running when it's nice or (laughs) when my legs don't hurt, you know? Yeah,
0: well, luckily in Buffalo during the summer, it's more nice than not.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's been great. It hasn't been bad at all. And, uh, yeah. Well, is there anything else? Mm. Jarrett commented on our uh, podcast. Oh, did he? He caught up on a later episode, and he said... That he likes when we argue about a pronunciation of a word. (laughs) It's
0: pronunciation.
1: (laughs) I did that on purpose.
0: No, you didn't. Yes, I did. (laughs) You don't think I did that on purpose? Jeff, what grade? Like, okay. So before middle school, what is it? Like, what school do you go to? Before middle school and high school, what school do you go to?
1: Elementary school.
0: You said elementary. Okay. (laughs) Nine times... (laughs) Nine times out of ten. What are you talking about? Jeff says elementary school. And a lot of people up here say that. So I don't know if it's like a regional thing, but it's elementary.
1: Elementary school.
0: No. See, you said it differently this time. It's elementary.
1: I don't know what you're talking about. I don't even know what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. You On the radio. Okay. So my (laughs) my brother says that there's a strong Western New York accent, right? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. I, I don't hear it as strongly as I hear other accents. In
0: the ra- like on the radio?
1: No, no, no. But I heard on the radio today an ad and for uh okay, what do you call like a shopping? cart? No, like a shopping center with multiple places. It's, it'd be like a shopping mall with, but it starts with a P a shopping. It
0: starts with a P. Yeah.
1: Right? Not a strip mall, but like a shopping P
0: Plaza. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They said Plaza. Okay. And I'm like, whoa, that just blew my mind. Maybe that's the accent he's talking about.
0: Oh, yeah, Instead totally. of
1: plaza, it was, oh, wait. Plaza. It was plat like plat instead of ah. Okay. Ah, ah, ah. Buffalo-
0: <laughs> Buffalonians say like a's weird. So instead of like Alice, it's Alice.
1: So it was plaza. And I was like, oh, I heard that one. I don't normally, <laughs> I don't normally hear them. Because maybe I have the accent. I don't know. But I, no, I didn't hear it.
0: I don't think you do. I think Can we, we just talk
1: for a second about accents <laughs> and and how some areas are accent neutral? Yeah. What I feel like I've lived in multiple accent neutral places.
0: Yeah, definitely
1: Maryland. Marylanders have accents, but only if you live in certain areas. If you live by the ocean, there's a weird Maryland accent. And if there's like the old school, like Southern Maryland accent, then there's like the, there's like a Baltimore thing. But then like most people in Maryland just have no accent. It's weird. Well,
0: I think if you live like kind of close to DC... Like that whole surrounding area. There's no accent. There's no accent. There's no accent, because and I think there are so many transplants.
1: Because there's so many transplants from around the world that there's just can't be accents. Yeah, everyone's just sounds. You just sound normal, well, and, and I- in Orlando, there's no accent unless you're talking about like. Country, Florida. You know, like there's a little bit of an accent, like gator folk.
0: No, Florida swamp
1: people. No, but but in Orlando, Orlando there those people aren't in Orlando.
0: Oh, okay. Yes. Do you hear what I'm trying yes, to say? I so, agree. like, there's no
1: accent in Orlando either. Well, and
0: that's the same thing. There Our so friends many, don't have accents. There are so many transplants in Orlando that. Yeah. You don't hear an accent. Yeah, and I think that's why I don't have that's a southern. The key. That I don't. That's why I don't have a southern accent because mm-hmm. I grew up near a military base. Oh,
1: military bases wouldn't have accents. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense.
0: So, like everybody that I knew, their parents were in the military, so they didn't even live in Georgia before then. Yeah. So I. I mean, I think that's why. Um. But yeah, I agree. A lot of different regions have different accents is it so what's so funny this reminds me we watched this um show on maybe Netflix Kim's Convenience mm-hmm. um I love Korean comedies because I'm half Korean and I didn't have like a super tight knit Korean community um in a lot of my like young adult life so I just I didn't realize that this was like such a wide widely experienced thing, having a Korean parent. So I love watching comedies about it now that I'm an adult and being able to be like, oh, my God, my mom is like that. Like, she's exactly like that. Um, Anyway, so we watched this show, Kim's Convenience, and it's based in Toronto. Yeah. And you don't notice until they say things like, oh, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, well, sorry is like the Canadian thing. Or... What it, uh,
0: or we need to pack more hydros.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> they call water hydro. What do you? It's not Pokemon. It's not a hydro pump attack. You know, like. I,
0: but I didn't. I never knew. I don't know if that's uh, a a Canadian thing. I don't know.
1: I think it is a Canadian thing. And they're they're like talking about paying for water. So like you know you have a water bill every month. He was like, the dad was talking to the daughter, like, did you pay your hydro bill? And I'm (laughs) like, what? Like, I get it. I get it. I I connected it in my brain. But I'm also like, why did you say it like that? That's so weird to me.
0: But it's like, you don't realize that it's not an American show. They are on the
1: same lake as us.
0: Yeah. Okay. Literally the same
1: lake. The city we live in, we live in a city. The city that show is based in is on the... The same body of water. It's right there.
0: Yeah, it's right Not even two hours away.
1: Not even two hours away. Like an hour and a little bit.
0: And life is so different.
1: (laughs) Right. But then, like life here in Orlando is somewhat similar and that's like really (laughs) far away. What? Right? Isn't that just craziness? Yeah,
0: that is crazy. I don't,
1: regional things are just so bizarre. Yeah. The bill season starts soon. Okay. I had to say it. (laughs) Somebody wants to hear it.
0: Nobody wants to hear it. Somebody
1: wanted to hear it. Josh (laughs) Allen is going to start a preseason game Mm
0: -hmm. for the Bills. I feel like you're... He's the quarterback
1: of the future. Maybe.
0: You're saying things, and I feel like you're expecting a response, but I have literally no idea how i could respond
1: to that. you can respond to it by saying i can't wait to go to a game with oh, you this year no no you yeah esther's gonna go to a game. you
0: couldn't pay me to go to a bills game no
1: i'm gonna bring you though no yeah no, it'll okay. be fun
0: no thanks
1: you're going to a bills game this year No, you've been to a few already she's gonna come no. don't worry about it you can say what you want
0: all the cold weather games are at home so no
1: we'll go to a warm weather game where in buffalo when the second week of the season they play a warm weather game
0: do they yeah Mm -hmm. we shall we'll see i don't know you have other friends you should just go with them
1: oh we haven't forgot about our poll by the way (laughs) our poll between erie and toronto uh we're gonna try to go this weekend toronto check it off so the next podcast should be about toronto unless it's not
0: yeah, but we are definitely going to Deerian Lake this weekend, so we could always talk about that a little bit.
1: Yeah, well, we gotta go to Toronto. People voted on us to go to Toronto. Yeah. We can't push off anymore. Okay. We're going to Toronto.
0: We just, like, suddenly... I don't know. I just feel like we got really busy. <laughs> but it does it. We doesn't... have
1: lives.
0: Yeah, but then when we, like, come and talk about it on a podcast, it's like, we have nothing to say, but we've been super busy. Well, I don't we have know. so much to say, Yeah, but, but we so, have little so little to say. Much to say. Um, so I think that about wraps this episode up.
1: Yes. Follow us on Facebook, the Esther and Jeff Facebook page. Uh, we'll, we'll post every time we have a new episode. We got some new artwork coming out soon, right, Esther?
0: Yeah, so every time we're like, we're going to do this, we never do, but yeah. But if
1: I say it on the podcast, you have to do it.
0: No, because we said that about like the Jacksonville trip, and we didn't do anything that we said we were going to do. We said oh, that about the Instagram no. page, and I don't know how to make another Instagram, so if you oh, know, please tell gosh. me.
1: <laughs> we don't need an Instagram page. We have a Facebook page. No, Follow us on Esther and Jeff. No. Yes, seriously.
0: I like the idea of an Esther and Jeff Instagram. But,
1: okay. When that happens, follow that. But we already have a Facebook page that you should follow.
0: Yeah, but I don't use Facebook, and I use Instagram. I
1: use Facebook. (laughs) Esther's derailing our only form. This is where people can contact us. Contact us on the Esther and Jeff Facebook page, soon to be Esther and Jeff Instagram.
0: Yes. So if you know how to make a second Instagram, please comment (laughs) on our Facebook page. Oh, my gosh. We can use Google. We can figure this out on
1: our own. Ugh. All right, Facebook page, Instagram in the future. Follow my Instagram. Uh, If you have any questions that you'd like us to talk about on the podcast, put it out there. We see you listening. We know you're listening. Ask us a question.
0: Yeah, so um, you could either send us a text. A textual question um on our facebook page or you could leave a voicemail on the anchor app
1: or go all out and leave a video response on facebook if anyone does that i guarantee you we will talk about it
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right um and
1: we'll have a new poll up soon we'll come up with something
0: yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: definitely all right guys i think this has been a good episode episode 11 we made it to 11 <laughs> episodes you didn't think i was gonna say it did you no i didn't you didn't think i was gonna say we made it to episode 11 <laughs> Woo-hoo. 11 one, one. Mm. all right guys till next time i'm jeff and i'm esther Well, that was weird. We never did that before. No,
0: we didn't. (laughs) We can't end like that. We
1: can't end like that.
0: You got me off guard. Yeah. Um, How do we normally end? I can't remember now. We'll see you next (laughs) week. We'll see you real soon. Okay, bye. Bye. Oh, this is awkward.